<laughs> it's had enough. see authoritarian at the top libertarian at the bottom and you got economic left on the left and economic right so the the the, the center axis is economics and um, the left right act the left right is economic and the up down one is social stuff so I think that is pretty interesting. Um, it's super simple, but this will help people understand like where they fall on stuff if they really think about it. And then, so the economics is where we all get caught up on always. So then like, they feel like you, you're always on the left if you're, you know. So, but then, I don't know, I'm losing my thought. <clears throat> I lost my train of thought. Uh, let me read the caption. It says, there's a whole lot of bickering and name calling in American politics, but modern politicians have a lot more in common than you might realize. In this episode, we take a look at just how skewed the American politics spectrum is. So like, and that's what I'd be saying, like the left wing, right wing or whatever, like it's the same bird. Um, but not only that, it's, it's been driving to the left for a long, I mean, to the right for a long time. And, and really, really, the majority of, you know, uh, American politics is is conservative. It's, it's overwhelmingly conservative. But people don't think that. They don't realize that even the people that's on the left is kind of on the right. <laughs> like, how could that be? Because you the whole thing, the whole thing is so far to the right. They're to the left of those people on the right, but the whole overall is still on the right. Um, let me read some comments. It says, there was, there was a satire I heard from a French radio which said, I love American politics because you have to choose between the old right wing man and the old right wing man. <laughs> Pretty accurate. Um, Another comment, it says, Bernie Sanders in any European country, a normal progressive politician. Bernie Sanders in the US, he is literally Stalin. Another comment, love when they call Biden a radical leftist. I'm telling you, that is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Let me read another comment. It says, the funny irony is most people on the right actually agree with democratic socialism or parts of it rather. And I can prove it with a fun game you can play anywhere in rural America. Go to a bar or some sociable place and strike up a conversation. And whenever they mention their pay, job, healthcare, talk about how much you wish things were better. A huge amount of them will agree. It's honestly mind boggling how many people want higher wages and socialized medicine and to limit massive corporations. It's just the second you start saying buzzwords like socialism or the left, they they will instantly backtrack and say those things are bad, almost like they are brainwashed. Either way, you will be amazed how many people on the right actually want the same thing, but they are convinced they don't by the right-leaning media leader. Man, I think that is so true. What's up, dudes? Man, nothing much, bro. 
What's going on? Pretty good, pretty good. How about yourself? I can't complain. Same old, same old. Yeah. The x-axis represents economics, with an economy run by a cooperative collective agency on the far left and a market left to the devices of competing corporations and individuals on the far right. The y-axis represents social stances, with the very top representing a complete obedience to authority and the very bottom representing a maximization of personal freedom. A lot of people get hung up on the left-right portion and conflate one side or the other with authoritarianism. This is a mistake. Any point on the left-right spectrum is capable of authoritarianism. For example, you'll find leaders like Kim Jong-un on the left and Adolf Hitler on the right. There's a vocal subset of figures on the right who love to claim that Hitler was a leftist, but we'll get to that later in the video. To give you a few examples of notable figures from each quadrant, you'll find Mao, Stalin, Kim, and Mugabe in the authoritarian left quadrant, Hitler, Viktor Orban, Hillary Clinton, and Donald Trump in the authoritarian right, Ayn Rand, Milton Friedman, Friedrich Hayek, and Gary Johnson in the libertarian right, and Gandhi, Thomas Paine, Bernie Sanders, and Nelson Mandela in the libertarian left. So, to reiterate, the x-axis is economic stances and the y-axis is social stances. As a small disclaimer, no simple political test is the most accurate determinant for actual human ideology. A two-axis chart is simply not nuanced enough to be 100% correct. But the political compass is a useful tool for understanding broad trends, and it's helpful for this type of analysis. Now, let's look at the compass for the 2020 presidential race. Interesting, right? Maybe not what you expected. There's a whole lot of yelling and name-calling between presidential candidates and their supporters and detractors, but when you take their voting records and plot them on a chart like this, it becomes apparent that there's really not that much separating most of the candidates. Even Bernie Sanders, whom many people paint as a communist, barely squeaked his way onto the left side of the spectrum. What's going on here? The reason a figure like Bernie only just passes the center line is that the political compass isn't just mapping American sensibilities, but the entirety of political thought. The American political spectrum stops right about here. Anything beyond Bernie's moderate social democratic platform is absolutely unthinkable in modern day America. So why does our national political conversation stop so close to the center line? One of the biggest reasons is the legacy of the Cold War. The Red Scare was scary. In the days when schools had nuclear attack drills, anyone even remotely critical of the prevailing American political model was seen as a communist and sympathetic to the nation's greatest enemy. This led to years of crackdowns on left-leaning political groups, McCarthy's communist witch hunts, and a general circling of the wagons around the quote, American way of life. When the Soviet Union fell and the Eastern Bloc countries got both democracy and a free market at the same time, the two axes of the political compass got tangled up. This bundling led many to falsely equate free market capitalism with democracy, and more left-wing politics with authoritarianism. If you need proof of just how ingrained this type of thinking has become in America, take a look at these pictures. The terminology is always the same. Blank equals communism. Apparently, keeping Baskin-Robbins closed so people don't die from a deadly virus is communism. Who would have guessed? When the incredibly popular Ronald Reagan came along and launched his campaign of deregulation, tax rate reductions, increased military spending, and union busting, he put the final nail in the coffin of American left politics. I appreciate y'all, bro. You and Pat doing this, man, for real. You, him, the knowledge, everything. Well, the main thing I wanted to talk about today, because the name of the show is The New Red Scare, um, and it's how does it work? How does the programming work? How do they program people? You know, how did we get to this point? Like, because in the last video, I was just showing how he was saying that if you just talk to a person, they would agree with all of this stuff until you give it the label of socialists or left or something like that. 
they, then they immediately repulsed by it. It's like Mr. Smith from The Matrix jumps into them. Like, well, like how did that I, happen? I can see that being true because people are so set on being associated with something. They identify with it. Mm -hmm. I don't understand so, why why people do that. Like, um, I, I I made a video about like you are not your shoe, you know, because when somebody says your shoes are dirty, you know, or they say I don't like your shoes or they're ugly or something, you know, and 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 people are really offended, like really 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 offended. They take it personally. They take it as a personal attack upon themselves. And I, I really don't get that. I really don't get that because the, they can say your shoes are dirty and then you just put on another pair of shoes or something. Or or don't. And it, like, and, and what, what what does it matter what they think about your shoes? <laughs> yeah. I, I really don't get it. First and all, also, that's a shallow-minded person to begin with. Yeah, how do you align your own personal like identity with your shoes? How do you mix that up like that? You know, it's like they're personally attacking you because they're attacking your shoes. I mean, if you're a kid and you're in school, that's kind of different. You're younger, you're emotional. There's a lot of pressure in school and shit like that. But but as an adult, no, man, that's ridiculous. And like, but it's the same thing with these political ideologies, though. That's the reason why I brought that up. Because it's the same thing. People feel personally attacked. So if someone says something bad about conservatives or Republicans or something, then a person feels personally attacked. And then they lash out because it's like you're attacking them, you know, because they identify with those. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But you are not your shoe. You are not a Republican or conservative like that's not you, you know what I mean? <laughs> so someone talking bad about conservatives or Republicans or whatever, that you shouldn't feel personally attacked because that's not you. So, but people are wrapping themselves up in this stuff and they can't separate themselves from it. it, it it's crazy. Yep. But I just think that's the nature of humans. Yeah. Because people, and I think it goes back to the classism. If my shoes look this way, I don't fit in this group. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you on that. You know, because that's how they, it's funny how like, you know, certain peoples, they have to match, right? They sure have to match their shoes or whatever, you know? Yeah, have, that's like the have. silliest thing I heard. Is uh, if you're wearing Nike shoes, you can't wear a champion outfit. That's clashing of brands. Who gives a fuck? You know, like who cares? You know what I'm saying? If it matches, it matches. Like my daughter is sitting here, like that is daddy. I'm like, who cares? They are really sensitive. The late, the new generation. They are really sensitive to that stuff, and they have all of these rules. And that's why I was talking to my daughter, like. Y'all have a bunch of rules like, oh, you can't do this. You can't do that. You can't do this. You can't do that. Like, what the hell? Y'all putting yourself in like a matter. prison. Yeah. You know, like, 
bro, it's so it's so crazy, man. Like my daughter is sitting here listening to me, and she's like, "It is clashing. You should not wear Nikes and Adidas." And I'm like, "To me, I don't care if the shit flows, it goes, it looks good. I don't care. Like this whole like that's not the type of stuff we were on when we grew up." Yeah, but this generation of children are so big, dude. Like the classism programming got to this generation of kids, like my generation, like my children, your children. It got to them so fucking bad, bro. Like it, it's ridiculous. Yeah, so like if you can't have the iPhone, that's that's another one of them, right? If you don't have the iPhone, then you're not of the right class or whatever. Like you lower. Yeah. You know, to the point where even like your messages, they show up different if it's from a Samsung. So then they make fun of that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's another thing you can't have. You can't have a Samsung phone. You have to have an Apple. And totality. Ideologies. DeSantis 